Welcome back to Square Horror. I'm your Duke of Spook, Danny. I'm the Master of Ceremonies, Matt. Who are we with, Dan? The Dancing Boogeyman, Harrison Clark. Yeah. Oh, yes. Welcome to the show. Yeah. Good to have you, man. Thanks I'm for so having me. I'm so glad that we talked last weekend at the party because yeah. he came up to me and, like, apropos of nothing, was like, no, nah, I really love the gallows. Yeah. And I'm like, well, as luck would have it, <laughs> we're, like, about to do that one. Would you want to be on? Because I feel like anyone that really likes the gallows has a lot to say oh, about this. I love the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I love the movie for, multi- for multiple stages of the Good, good, good. Did you ever see the second one? No. I, re- I want to. I've heard it's terrible. It, it is. is. <laughs> but I still want to watch it. For sure, yeah. I mean, the meme was too strong. Like, we were counting on the days till we could watch Act 2, and we found out, what, Hulu or something? Something like that, yeah. And we were just like, this is not good. <laughs> not like this one. No, this one is genuinely great. Um, do you have the, the data on this movie, like, when it came out? Because I feel like it came out in, like... 2013. 20, 2013. Right. This movie... Actually, it came out in 2015. I was say, it was filmed in 2013. It okay. was released in 2015, because originally it was a more independent movie before yes. Blumhouse produced it and re-upped their budget a little bit so they could finish the movie with a little bit better effects. They could rework the ending that they weren't really very happy with. So that first. ending was Blumhouse's decision. That makes uh, a lot of sense. Yes. That makes a lot, a lot of sense. Um, but I feel like it's cool because I have your movie be spipped up because I feel like they had a lot of the techniques down. People that tend to want to make found footage probably have a lot of like experience doing it. So the movie looks great, but I feel like you're right. Like They probably just gave them the budget for those added effects. Um, probably the hangman bit. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't know. They probably helped them just kind of read it. Just kind of zhuzh it up. Because the movie is scary. Like, yeah. like I, I, I was sitting on the couch last night. I went to go turn the lights on when Steph called us, and I was like, I'm gonna leave these lights on. <laughs> yeah. so it's a little scary. I know when I first watched it, like, I at that time I was working at a theater at like 3 a.m. every like day yeah. and Ooh. stuff, and so I decided to watch it one night, and I was like terrified because oh, I'm yeah. in a dark theater working on lights and stuff, and, you know. <laughs> In my opinion, every theater is haunted. If the theater is more than 10 years old, there's a ghost. Yeah, there's got to that, be that's, something. That's fact. Oh, yeah. I well, and we were talking about the distinct lack of a ghost light in this theater. Yeah. And Danny mm-hmm. was like, nah, I don't think they would do that. And I'm like, wait, isn't that just for practical sake? Because theaters yeah. get super dark because it's like an enclosed space. And I just always figured that ghost lights were there to just like have a light on. And Danny's like, no, there's lore. Yeah. There's I'm, that superstitious theater lore. Yeah. yeah, there's that practical effect where, like, you know, for people not to fall in the pit, you know, fall yeah, off the of stage and stuff. But then, like, the lore is, is to guide the ghost in the theater through, mm-hmm. through the stage and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that would have worked perfectly for this movie, though. Right. Like, the movie clearly was made by people that took theater in our... Somehow they had to take theater. Yeah. And hated it. Yeah. Because oh, this yeah. movie is not... Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is why, so speaking is the three of us have done and continue to do theater yeah. even now. Yes. Everyone that I know that loves this movie does theater. Does theater. Because yeah. it's so much funnier if you, like, know, <laughs> know what's, what's going on. Because, like, the the cameraman's, like, running commentary, like, is half the time what yeah. you're thinking. And we're like, yeah. oh, my God, can we shut up and move on? <laughs> Like, your buddy can't get his lines there, and you're like, dude, you need to fucking admit you're just shit, okay? Yeah. Like, get yeah. over it. We open tomorrow. Why is your book still in your hand? <laughs> yeah. It's an entrance on their final dress. I'm like, you're fucking kidding me? This director is the worst. Yeah. You recognize this is going to happen? Yeah. 
Oh man, yeah, my first roll, uh, my first, my first, <laughs> first roll. No, 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 my first line is okay. just, ugh, I roll, theater kids. Yeah. <laughs> From like minute one. Oh, uh, well, yeah. not minute one. That first scene is, is horrifying. It's genuinely But, but the crazy. first actual like entrance into like the characters is just like, fuck this show. Yeah, anyone who is involved in theater in high yeah. school knows exactly oh, who yeah. these people are. Yeah. That's what makes them so awesome. Especially because yeah. like when I watched it the videos, it was in high school, yeah. We were in theater at the same time. And it's just like, yep, this checks out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like every department kinda had a few of these uh, fill in the blank yeah. people. Oh, for sure. <sighs> I know I can think of a couple off the top of my head. High school theater drama bleeding onto oh, our podcast. Oh, always. <laughs> um, yeah, like it's definitely got that evocative feeling of like being in a high school theater production. Like they capture that energy really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I know for my part, like yeah, I was a sophomore in high school in 2015 mm-hmm. when it came out, and I remember seeing it, and I'm just like, I was texting uh, my friends at the time who were like, we were just done a show. And we're just like, yep, can't believe how accurate as fuck this movie is. <laughs> like, the whole bit where he's like, oh my god, you like fight for him? Like, this is literally... This is this the is backstage like, drama. I was like, when they had that bit where he's like, they're fucking grown-ass men playing pancake <laughs> each other. I'm like, god, if, you, if yeah. someone filmed the backstage antics of a high school theater production, we would all have committed suicide. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been way yeah. too embarrassing. <laughs> You don't want to have to explain zip zap zop to everybody. No. That's on the easy end because it's like, yeah. hey, you know, it helps out. I'm just talking like you're sitting backstage the, with the big gravy train of like back massages. Yeah. You know, <laughs> all that shit. People picking up other people's props and trying to hide it with the stage managers. These. I'm like, man, this is just so fucking relatable. Yeah, no. It, yeah. I. Hate to admit, but I was one of the kids that played patty cake. Yeah, <laughs> definitely was. I mean, you had nothing else to do. You know, you're you're waiting for you know you to go on and stuff, and so you're just like, hey, you want to play rock paper scissors? You yeah, patty yeah. cake and stuff. Yeah, I was definitely backstage fucking with the fly rigs, even oh. though I knew I shouldn't because I would see the big thing go yeah. up, and that which they do in the movie, which was so cool. Oh I'm like, oh shit, you know, I do that. You yeah, know, that stuff. Dane didn't have a fly system. So yeah, my theater didn't <laughs> have a fly rig. Yeah, it, was it was an auditorium. Theater. It oh. wasn't a theater. Wow. We barely had a backstage to walk around. It was a hallway that could fit about a person and a half at a time. Oh my god, I couldn't imagine. We had a huge fly like rig at my high school. We had a pretty big one, too. Yeah. Did you guys, either one of you, have a huge like nightmare attic that this movie's high school apparently has? A huge, like... <sighs> that was, I was like, this catwalk is fucking Ours was it was huge. Like, it was like catwalk, and then there was like another... It was just yeah. above the auditorium's like roof. There was just space. I'm like, wait, who the fuck? Yeah. What, what is this? So ours wasn't huge, but at the back wall of the theater, we had a ladder up to one of those like creepy rooms that you had to go oh, into in order to yeah. get to the catwalk. Yeah, they definitely did that. Like, you know, there's everyone gets taken up there, especially if they know someone like in tech. They're like, yeah, you yeah. want to see what the catwalk looks like? It's always scary as shit. It's like this felt like, yeah. oh, we're going up to the scary, you know, the creepy abandoned like costume shop up there or whatever yeah. you know no in our high school we had a catwalk but then uh they had, like it was just steel beams and like chicken wire and plaster under but oh like if we were on crew and stuff there were times where like for christmas concerts where we were putting like 
Christmas lights between the slats oh of it. My God. And so we wouldn't even have like harnesses. We would just walk across these steel beams and you can like look down and you just see all the seats like probably like 80 feet below. It's terrifying. It's gotta be so fun when like high school techies like find out about union rules and they're like, <laughs> yeah. like are you wait kidding me? Wait a minute. OSHA would have a feel yeah, day like, about this. Now, I never did any of that. No, never. <laughs> they had us up in the like asbestos attic for hours just without harnesses. Yeah. You know, yeah. no one cares. I was glad that no techies died in this movie. Because really the glad techies that, know better. Yeah, yeah. they're like, listen, we just fucking do our job. We built the so set, we're going to go do our, we're going to go do funny. the sound. Gonna, yeah. <laughs> um, do you want to talk about that beginning accident, that first, just the entry? Mm, yeah. Yeah, so I, it's the first view of the past, because it's not in our present day of the movie. It's of 1993, right. when uh, the school had previously done the show aptly titled the, the Gallows. gallows. Oh, that's the name of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Which the movie wasn't originally going to be called The what Gallows. Was it it was originally going to be called Stage Fright, yeah. which would have been the third version of Stage Fright. We are going to cover the musical Stage Fright at some point on this podcast. Oh, I can't wait. I because that is some cheesy goodness. Do you remember we watched it, Harrison? For you that don't know, we watched it when Kevin okay. was still living here, and Kevin got through. 20 seconds of the movie before mm-hmm. he's like, I'm gonna go downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. He, just, I've actually he, did, he made it Oh my god, it's so great. Yeah, he made <laughs> it through, I think, that. two li- two lyrics before he had to yeah. call it. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a musical theater summer camp okay. uh, that's besieged by, like, a slasher killer. So it's yeah. like, oh, it's like yeah. Friday the 13th meets... Phantom like, of the Opera. Yeah, actually. Yeah. But, like, the musical is again like written in this case where it's like written by theater kids or like Daryl Lynn Bowsman, mm-hmm. who's like directed the Saw movies, who we know to be like a huge theater queen, but like he's just twisted as fuck. Yeah. So someone like that wrote Stage Fright. Oh my god. And this I want to watch needed it now. to be. Ch- it was too serious. They well, can't and, just call it Stage. Fright. And because Stage Fright had come out the year before this, it came out in 2014. Mm. Oh, so it was right. too recent for them to have two Stage Fright movies. As a matter of fact, now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like Stage Fright. The musical actually has a lot more sync ups with the gallows act two because a lot of the times when i think about that too like when you asked me last night if i remember anything then i was like no i think i'm thinking of stage fright mm-hmm. like a lot of it <laughs> crosses yeah. over um but yeah the 1993 uh it's like a vhs sh- recording of opening night that already on its own is very creepy you know, vhs yeah. recordings of of school plays not very good. <laughs> it's horrifying. You never know what kind of treasure trove or horrifying thing you're gonna find. Yeah. I also love the commentary be- behind it and stuff. Yeah. So. Do you have any idea what the spring musical's gonna be? No, well, yeah, yeah, that's just them talking. No, I haven't in the audience. Oh man, you know Charlie's doing really good. You know, especially last second and stuff. And then Charlie gets hanged yeah, on he's stage. Guys, so we want to talk about OSHA regulations. They just had a real ass <laughs> noose. I know. Like that, that like, was a, a, like they didn't. They tied it. Yeah, it was real. It was not gallus. propped. Yeah, it was tight. Malfunction. I said bullshit. There was no box yeah. under Someone there. Someone tried like, to kick yeah. nothing underneath it. It was exactly. actually tied to his neck. Yeah, right. It was not like loose around it. So in case he fell, he could get yeah. out. Like what they had on their set in the in the modern times is the noose on the top is not tight. It's a, the rope yeah. is wrapped around it to mm-hmm. keep it up. Which if you don't, because the trap door. Like, the, the actual gallows is just, like, a little tiny riser. So, like, theoretically, like, there would have to be something to see. So if they didn't want to ruin that illusion, they just didn't have to pull the 
fucking dead yeah. drop. And then just had him stand there, and if for some reason someone, like, tried to kill him, yeah. the rope wouldn't have killed him. Mm-hmm. Also, why would you have, like, to me, like, if someone was going to do this show, right? To me, the, the most sense would be, you know, they go to blackout and you hear the sound. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But they don't do that. They're like, you know what? It's let's make it, let's 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 make a working we gotta gallows. do it. Yeah, let's like have in Nebraska, we got the budget. <laughs> also, did you know that apparently that scene and stuff, when they were filming it, they just told people like, hey, like come yeah. in and come in and stuff. Right. But it like they didn't tell them that that was gonna happen. Mm-hmm. So all of that is real. All that's like screaming. Danny had yeah. the trivia. Well, yeah, because yeah. the only person who knew when it was gonna drop was the actor yeah. who was being dropped. Even the other actors on stage with him had no idea because they were supposed to do it like five lines later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So everyone thought it was a genuine another accident. Because yeah. they okay, like that's why I think why that first scene is so like poignant is because it, it looks, sounds, and feels real. Yeah, and they did that on purpose. Uh, I thought when when he was telling me that it was a uh, that the actor was drops early and like he didn't know. <laughs> I feel like he would have squirmed way more. I was like, yeah, he exactly. would have freaked out. And that's, an, that's another thing is like they don't like because like I was watching it with Izzy, my girlfriend, and yeah. stuff, mm-hmm. and like she's like he wouldn't die that fast, and I said, well, if he broke his neck on the way down, maybe. But then like I mean, are all of them don't do that. Like they, you know, I thought there would be a little more squirming and stuff. Yeah. Well, it's it's really that's just yeah. me. That's just me. It's really creepy because there was a guy back in the day when they were still like executing people that way who patented a method to like it was the quickest way to like mm. actually snap the neck because if the rope is too long, the like force and the physics it just pops your head right off, which is disgusting but yeah. also effective. And if it's too short, you just get asphyxiated and you do what this kid did, where you just slowly die yeah. uh, a horrible death um, but yeah it, just watching him it, he might have been paralyzed like it might oh, have been long enough that it like it like broke his neck first but he was still like conscious and then kind of sort of man it's rough the they really did their homework on what happens when oh, you yeah. hang somebody oh, my yeah God. um but yeah the, the, that's like the scariest thing for a good hour <laughs> in the movie after that, it's a whole lot of. Well, yeah, then we got to get into our characters. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which follow mostly just um, four main theater people, including the two jocks, because they have to be jocks in there. Because yeah. the one wants to do theater, and the other hates mm-hmm. that he has to do theater for a class, and he's the one documenting everything. Can you imagine the pure chaos of a mandatory theater class? My God. Like, I... it would be. Intense. I've never heard of that before. No, like, no, yeah. God damn. <laughs> like, that, of course you're gonna have this happen. Because mm-hmm. they're like, dude, I'd rather set the school on fire than fucking do the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in a lot of high school movies, they all talk about a mandatory, like high school musical, they're like, we have a mandatory drama class. Yeah. yeah. I want to know like... what high school in the United States <laughs> yeah. has mandatory <laughs> drama classes. Yeah. Yeah. I think after No Child Left Behind and the uh, emergence of the STEM classes, they're like, hey man, nix all that band and drama fucking <laughs> bullshit funding. Yeah. We don't need the arts for shit. We yeah. just no, no, no. Horse kids to do science and they'll be fine right <laughs> no I think they, they were rather wrong. do this even if I didn't like theater I'd be like oh, I'd rather fucking do this than oh most definitely it's a bullshit calculus yeah um yeah the kid's got the final dress rehearsal script in hand maybe he deserves to be hanged <laughs> <laughs> like, 
as an actor, like, I've seen stuff similarly to that. Where, like, we're getting on the line, I'm like, we really fucking don't know our cues yet. Bro, like, I'm embarrassed for you. We have an audience you. tomorrow. I'm like, we have an audience today. Some fucking parents are there for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why adults are just in the theater. I don't uh, know about yeah. you guys. They, we never had uh, people who were just yeah. hanging out watching rehearsals. Not unless it was like a, a unless it was like an alum who just happened yeah, to be yeah. hanging out. Yeah, we had like pseudo ten out twelves on like Saturdays sometimes, where it'd be like we'd have rehearsed for like six hours during mm-hmm. the day, and like yeah, people would come watch, but like not this. I say we'd have parents <laughs> on some of our later tech rehearsals who would come in and supply dinner when we finished right. one, and we'd get notes. Yeah, oh, yeah. But we never had them just like chilling in the auditorium at three thirty. Yeah. When we like started rehearsal, day, yeah. yeah, like during, yeah, exactly during the day. Where are your jobs? Like, yeah. what are you guys doing? What are you doing? Um, yeah, so the kids involved, the ones that we're following, the cameraman. So every found footage movie has to have someone who just inexplicably films everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, this movie, it's Ryan. Yeah, we're unfortunately uh, under the lens of Ryan, who sucks. I hate him. Uh, it just God, he's the worst. Um, he really is. Like he's, he's, he's a bad, so bad. You're he gonna, just hates everything. Yeah, yeah. You're Except gonna tell for being me, a jock. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna tell me that this kid is going to bring a big ass movie camera into a high school football locker room and he's not gonna get wailed on? Bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Like no, they'd be like, get out of here with. I'm using their terms. Get out of here with your gay ass camera. Yeah, yeah. It was 2015. It was different, slightly different times. Yeah. But yeah, like. Why is this guy cool? Like, yeah. dude, you're filming everything. Like, you're the loser. Be like, oh, I can't believe they're doing this. And they're like, dude, fucking leave us alone. You're clearly the asshole here. Um, but yeah, I do feel for Reese, man. Yeah, because he has yeah. he is in it both for the right and wrong reasons. Is that in that he both wants to get the girl because we got to have that romance plot, yeah. which I also think is a well. Um, built arc for that romantic I, plot. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but he, uh, I okay. Here's the thing that I still don't understand. Okay, why did they trust the one who can't memorize his lines and likes the girl who is a bad actor to lie to the girl he's interested in? He's not gonna speak good. I know. It, I know. I'm jumping ahead in the yeah, story no, a little okay. bit. I think just because literally there is not a single redeeming good quality about Ryan, and she That's already true. hates him. Also, we'll we get to it. Yeah. He's a fucking bad criminal. Yeah. He's like, bro, we're totally gonna get away with it. I'm like, no, you moron. No, no, Everyone's gonna know all of it's it. you. Yeah. you. Fucking absolute alpha level <laughs> moron. <laughs> Like, he gets pranked at the rehearsal. Yeah. Right, so the camera guy is rightfully bullied here. For being By the a, stage yeah. manager, Everyone, no less. Everyone's down. Because they're all like, fucking, Ryan is bringing the energy down. He is such a douchebag. Let's just do something. I don't even remember what they did. Like, they just like heavy-weighted one of the um, yeah. lines, so he had to yeah. pull it really hard they, and fell down. Yeah. Basically, he, they kept the, like, the line locked and yeah. stuff, and like you, if like, you know, you're a techie, you can notice that they're locked and stuff. Right. And then he was pulling on it, and he can't pull on it. And then uh, right as he's about to jump, the stage manager pulls and unlocks the line. Oh, that's why he just oh, jumps okay. down, and it goes, the weights go up and stuff, oh, and so like that's why he falls and everything, which also is incredibly dangerous. Yeah, that's how you that's dangerous. how you bring down an entire fly yeah, line, yeah. and you have thousands upon thousands of pounds that just fucking fall all on everyone. I mean, if he wanted to damage the set, he could have just done that. Yeah. Instead of being like, oh hell yeah, I took the 
noose off the yeah, we, we I took off two boards. Let me just push over these trees. Yeah, the plastic his, his, his fucking girlfriend did that, and Reese took out two boards, and he took off the noose, and he's like, man, this sets are like half done. I'm like, first of all, no, no it's not. not. <laughs> Second of all, you did nothing. Because you're clearly trying like, to throw even, everyone under the bus. Even Reese is like, are you going to do anything? Or are you just going to stand there while we and do the like, work? And like, helping. Look. And then he pulls the noose and that's For you, it. sir. Yes. <laughs> For you, sir. Literally, the most damage done to anything is when Cassidy just fucking yeah. breaks like a few bottles yeah. and stuff. There's like yeah. Those, those, those are, yeah. that's not replaceable. But two boards, a staircase, and knocked over trees, they can fix that in Classic three minutes. Oh, let's... Put it back up. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a huge deal. Ah, it must deal. have been the wind. <laughs> like, oh, shit, oh. a raccoon got loose. Charlie's knocking over stuff again, like... Oh, yeah, and I love that, that they would have been kind of fun over, like, ooh, can you believe, like, in such a, like, a mild, tame way the set was, like, interfered with. They would have bought it. Yeah. Except he was like, nah, man, let's ruin it all. And be like, I'm clearly the one that was, like left with motive you know i filmed everything well and that would have worked if they thought it was just charlie because earlier in that rehearsal uh, he had just said charlie's name and they were like no no no, we don't say that in this theater essentially making charlie for them their <laughs> version of macbeth yeah. in the theater yeah and so they're like ah something's gonna go wrong now and ryan's like no and then little did he know he would be what was going wrong that night it was so great because like lately there's been like movies where like they make uh, like willie's wonderland is a great example have you seen willie's wonderland no i haven't oh you would oh love you it. gotta check that out okay, that's nick cage in his element oh, nick cage i fucking love FNAF. nick cage it's so fucking great. But the characters in that movie are written specifically to be unlikable. Oh, okay. So you're more like, I can't wait to see how, like, intricately and creatively you die. Like so these it's animatronic yeah. things. Yeah, exactly. Jesus. So in this sense, I'm like, man, I can't wait to see you get fucking murdered by this poltergeist. Also, I want to give a special shout out to um, one of the two writer directors, uh, Travis Clough. He was their the high school's director in the movie. Oh, really? So really? he was playing triple feature. I think he was doing four things with writing, directing, acting, and producing this movie. Nice. Got along with him. his um, writing partner and directing partner, Chris Loffing, um, who also both came back for the sequel, which I did not realize. Oh, no. Because I definitely thought the sequel was done by other people. Yeah, I did, too. Because it feels very different. Yeah, it, it is It is completely removed like it, mm -hmm. it, the show and the accident is still a thing but the events of the first movie are completely ignored oh for the uh, most part yeah which wow. i thought is is a good thing because it, and we watched it this last night it was me kind of going oh wait they had a great ending and then i feel like they just shot something else for shit's sake yeah and then that kind of like tarnished you know what was going on like, if they wanted to make a sequel. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Like, leaving it on that ambiguous kind of weird note would have been, yeah. like, a good way to be like, yeah, it's a weird type of show. Um, but I don't know. It, it's not like it, it, that aspect ruins the movie. It's just, like, it's harder to kind of piece together. Mm -hmm. um, it does. It's creepy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's not like it's it doesn't work at all. Um, but, yeah, um, I just wanted I do have a bit just... I feel like you said that all the actors were their own characters, right? Like all their names. Are yeah, their they own all names. share the same first name as their characters. Okay, except um, for Ryan, he has both his first and last name. Correct. Ooh. And actually, um, Cassidy, who's the um, cheerleader girlfriend, 
was not the original actress for the part. It was uh, about a week and a half into shooting that they brought her in Ooh. to replace someone else. And no one knows to this day why the other actress left, but so they changed it for her name. Hmm. My well. instinct goes to she may have been allergic to the makeup prosthetic thing they did on her neck. I'm thinking it's either that or she might have gotten just something bigger and had to drop the... <laughs> what, the gallows? Yeah. You drop well, the gallows? Well, yeah. Because like... well, this was before the gallows had a production company. This is when it was oh, an indie film. That's true. Film? That's true. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> I was like, what, you think you're better than the gallows? Yeah, nah. Kimberly, I would have killed whatever. to be in this wrong. movie. You're, 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 me too. I would have killed to be in this movie. Like, so if you told me the plot, I'd be like, I'm in. Any yeah. part of this movie, I'm sold. Like, I'm sold. In. What do you need? Let's do this. Like, <laughs> I'd be the janitor, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I'd want to just do it for that one scene. Like, if I want to be the director, just for that one scene where like, he pulls right now, he's like, I know you don't care about this, but it's like, <laughs> yeah. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, dude, no high school student would talk no. to No. Like, this kid is clearly, like, manic depressive or yeah. something. Yeah. He just cares so little about everything. Like, at football practice, he picks up his camera and just starts filming these other kids. Like, bro, you're in practice. Yeah, you got this is you got other thing things to do. Like, you wanted you... to be here, not at the theater. Yeah, it seems like you really, really, really have some weird, like, fixation on what's happening that you need to be like, no, nah, man, I can't deal with football right now. I just hate this thing so much. I yeah. need to destroy it. Um, <laughs> but with Reese as a um, as like the guy caught in between, did you mention he had like the mm-hmm. the good emo- the good um motivations and not so good he genuinely feels super empathetic and his art feels like really relatable Mm -hmm. um you know like he's he's on the football team you know he's clearly not a big like assertive personality he doesn't really he's not very confident in himself so he somehow gets a crush on like the theater's the theater department's like star actress yeah and decides that he's gonna audition for this play and because he's just tall and handsome he gets the yeah. part that he needs to, you know as like in any high school production honestly i mean that's just the way it goes i mean it's the loving joke of that the girls in the theater department had to work from like when they were five and then some random dude was just cornered in an algebra class and told he had to play shrek hey yeah you have, you have <laughs> tall shoulders can you be the lead and yeah like, i don't know sure you know i was standing outside the locker room i heard you singing i think you should join shrek <laughs> <laughs> it's like a fucking episode of glee <laughs> Is that not how it works? I mean, I'm not gonna lie. My music director in high school did that a few times to people. Be like, I heard you. I heard you singing in the hallway. Uh, You should audition for the shows. We really need you. Oh my god. No, uh, Steph, my cousin, who's been on a couple times, she always tells us this story about her dad, who uh, when he was in high school, him and his best friend played football, literally just like these guys. And um, her dad kind of sang in like his spare time, so. He would come, they, they decided their, uh, the school was doing Oklahoma. So on oh, a lark, they decided they were just going to go in day of and do the audition. And they got Curly oh and um, God. Uh, Will Parker. <laughs> and, and he was like, yeah, we just became the guys that everyone in theater hates. So like, yeah, there's all that prep, yeah. all that stuff. And then someone who just fits the part comes in and just takes it just away. takes it away, yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know... Maybe he hates the show. Maybe he just doesn't know what he likes. Maybe mm-hmm. he's just trying to go with whatever role. But he genuinely feels very, like, stuck. In, yeah. In kind of, you know, like, his dad is giving him guilt for doing this show and not doing football. You know, he 
he wants to go along with one of his buddies, but, like, he also is like, well, if I fuck this up, like, she's yeah. gonna hate me. So, like, there's a lot of, like, real conflict. And that bit where he, like, he's like, do your lines, do your lines, you know, yeah. as a joke. And I'm like, dude, he's tapping into it. Yeah. Man. He's got it. Uh, speaking of his dad, his dad says a line where he's like, I need you to quit. The, I need you yeah, to quit the play. And well, yeah, then it, later he goes, hey, you know we don't give yeah, up on like things. You finish the things like, you start. I'm like, the show's tomorrow, tomorrow. Dad, well, yeah. <laughs> And I think it's really interesting that they do have that little, like, where the father of the jock, it's a little bit more of a cliche, where the father of the jock doesn't want the jock doing something other than the sport they want to do. It's very high school musical. It is yeah. very high school <laughs> musical. But then I do also love that later in the movie, it's explained as to why he might have done that rather than yeah. just being that kind of parent. It's more in that his past deals with the theater in a way that he didn't ever think his father would have because I have a feeling his dad probably never goes to the theater well, and hates talking not. about think it. Think about the circumstances of the death. The yeah. guy called in sick, quote unquote, fucking probably was like, nah, fuck not this. Going. I'm not doing it. Probably did the exact same thing he said where he's like, I'm bailing night of mm-hmm. and it's gonna, you know, fuck this thing. And then that kid died. Yep. And I don't think he, I don't know if he regrets it or whatever, but like that's just. I'm sure he does. I'm sure At he the does. very yeah. least, it's got to leave a bad taste of theater in your yeah, mouth. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, it probably just reinforced like you know, even if he was like, "Oh, that could have been me." Like, I'm glad I backed out of it. You know. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that was something I didn't really notice until I watched it this time, where the the whole theme of the show that they're doing in the movie is that the hangman is like specifically trying to kill this one person who is, like, the impetus for whatever the plot of their play is. Mm -hmm. And it does kind of, like, the feedback loop of, like, all right, this is how it works. That's why I think it plays into the end so well. Um, In a cool way, again, like, I didn't notice the first couple times that I watched it. Uh, (laughs) But before we get to the creepiness of it, I just have one more bit. The fucking whole scene where Ryan finds out that Edry's like Viper. He, like, gets... (laughs) So excited, yes. and it's so stupid, bro. Your boys got, got you. you. And like, <laughs> has the fucking camera with him still. Yep. And he's like runs and he goes and finds her, and he's like following her, and he's like, bro, like Reese like has a huge crush on him, and she just blows him off. Yeah. He's, he's like, say la vie. Yeah. Are you speaking French? You're from Nebraska. Nebraska. Yeah. <laughs> it's a mess. <laughs> Fucking huge mess. No, I think he... Well, she treats it kind of... Oh, sorry. She she treats it like an interview because I when she's like, oh, yeah, you know, he's going to do great. He knows all his lines, I promise. And he, he, he didn't it. ask you how, about how that. How he's doing. He, he said, he said how, do you, how do you feel about him? He has a crush on you. Yeah. <laughs> well, she said it in that, like, coy theater kid way where, like... Just because they're not saying something nice doesn't mean they're being shitty. Mm-hmm. But, like, she flipped it and whatnot. But, like, it's that type of thing where, you know, like, oh, it was like a community that, like, uh, the, the, like, um, the Glee Club episode. Oh, it's God. like, Britta's adorable. But, like, yeah, but she can't, like, you know, where's Britta's part? And you're like, oh, Britta's hilarious. She's great. Yeah, like, they're just, like, not they're talking just skirting about around the exactly. problem, yeah. Because, um, I don't know. I, their relationship specifically Pfeiffer and Reese especially later on it does get pretty I don't know the nuances that they've got are, are pretty cool both the actors handle like what's happening to them pretty, yeah. pretty and you end up really rooting for the two of them to be happy not even necessarily together but to be happy and to survive yeah, all to of get this. out of it oh yeah yeah cause like fuck Ryan and Cassidy oh, they no, fucking yeah. suck like they're gonna die yeah. 
Izzy, when she was watching it, at first she's like, I want Pfeiffer to die first. And then by the end, she's like, I hope Pfeiffer and Reese make it out. Yeah. And then in my head, because I've seen it, I was like, oh, you're going to be so disappointed. <laughs> like, I fucking knew you shouldn't trust fucking theater girls. Yeah, no, never. Like, trust your instinct. She's like, what the fuck is going on? Dude, I can't wait to show Izzy Saw in the fall, yeah. because she's oh, got God. great instincts when it comes to horror movies. Oh, yeah. Like, watching all the Scream movies with her was, like, a delight. It's scary it's so how funny. well she can guess these I things really sometimes. I really want to see how she does Saw. Because she won't yeah. get it, but I want to see, like, if she puts pieces and shit, she, like, comes mm-hmm. up with, like, other weird shit. Um, but, uh, so... So before we jump into the latter half where we start getting spooky, I do want to briefly touch on um, some of these actors, because most of them haven't done anything major since or before this movie. Um, Ryan has mostly done um, short work. He's done a lot of short films. Um, but the one actress that actually has a, another, I guess, larger credit to her name is uh, Cassidy um, was in, you guys remember the God's Not Dead movie? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. She played the like main guy's girlfriend who breaks up with him for not signing the paper or whatever. I never actually watched God's Not Dead. I watched about I the first five, I watched like half of it with McGuire one day. It's just straight up Christian propaganda, right? I think, I don't know. There's like I, four I of those know. movies. And they come yeah. out like every Kevin couple Sorbo's years. Kevin Sorbo's in them? Or at least he was in the first one? And <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> But anyway, that's the other big credit <laughs> to anyone in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of like it that way, honestly. Yeah. No, for sure. It's kind of like the human centipede. We're like, did they really kill those people? Yeah. Like, yeah. you don't know, like, because like, you don't know who they are. Uh, so when they decide that they're going, so Ryan comes up with a brilliant idea. Yeah. All right, the so brilliant plan. Guys, we're going to just, like, fuck with the set. Because this door... It doesn't, doesn't lock. lock, so we can get in. So I'm going to drive to your house, Reese, and I'm going to pick you up, and we're going to take your car for some stupid reason to go to the Did they ev- Okay, see, that was my question. Did yeah. they ever actually change cars? Because I don't they remember did. doing that. I remember okay. picking him up, them driving away, and then Pfeiffer brings up, and she's like, I saw Reese's car. I said, when? Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I was stuck on this for like 15 minutes. I was like, okay. I think I wrote it out when? I honestly was like, Ryan, I do not, I do not have any like more expectations for you like intellectually, but why in the absolute dog shit fuck would you drive to your friend's house with your girlfriend to like suspiciously interrupt a dad conversation, which you do not do. Yeah, you don't interrupt that. Like you he's like, hey man, outside. you should put your things to start. He's like, hey, we're going to take him and leave. I'm like, dude, you do not live here. Yeah. Like, fuck you. And then they just take Reese's car. So they leave Ryan's car so, just there. So when she gets out of the car to go into the back, she's just getting into a different she car. Reese's car. Why? Because Reese is driving his I, car. Because I was I'm like, okay. I was thinking about it for a solid ten minutes during the yeah. I was like, what do you mean she saw Reese's car? They they they, they took Ryan's well, car. That's too. when I'm thinking of like, oh well, they have to have a reason why she's there. Let's have them switch cars. I and then they were just like, no one will notice that they just left his car, but I noticed. Yeah. <laughs> I, actually, I think it would have been more funny if they just left that as like a goof kind yeah, of thing, yeah, and just be because be. then you like you know they you know they. Like, you know, they just forgot that they took Ryan's yeah. car, but then, like, that's her excuse. And because, like, she, I mean, she's kind of sketched throughout the, like, no, sure. everything. Yeah, so like, it's up there, like, did we take Reese's car? I don't know. Yeah. Like, we're too freaked out right now to, to yeah. be able to know that. Um, 
But so they decide they're gonna break into the school after hours and they're gonna fuck with the set. <clears throat> and by fuck with the set, they mean turn over a couple of plastic trees. Break a couple unsc- bottles. Yeah, break a couple <laughs> bottles uh, and unscrew a couple of boards Wait. and move the noose off of the gallows. And man, they really We're showed halfway them. Done. And they really showed them. No one's gonna think it's you, Ryan. Not a single person. No. Nope. You're not filming it, also. Yeah, there's no evidence. Stupid idiot. Um, so they think that everything will be fine, and then Pfeiffer shows and up. F- yeah, Pfeiffer's there. Before we get to that, can we please talk about the tiny T-shirt? Oh, actually, that's a, a scene I also want to mention. I have something I want to mention on. So yes, yeah, so, let's talk so, about it. So first off, when he breaks into the locker and stuff. That lock is now broken. You cannot hide the fact that that lock is broken. Two, when he cuts out the nipple holes, did you notice that he also cut out the, the back? back ones? <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I, I get it. They want to, like, you know, show that he cut the holes on it, but he's like, little nipples. I'm like, but he's just going to have random holes in the back, too. Like, what yeah. the fuck? He and might then, have been, well, like, he might have, like, a vest on that's co- going to cover the back. I was going to think okay. that he couldn't turn it backwards. And then, oh, like, that's that just, like, a, a good, black yeah. shirt. You okay, know? okay. Smart. That's, that's smart. That's smart. No, it's go, not Matt. smart. He's an idiot. No, no, Ryan's a genius in that No, you're smart. Uh, and then he takes off the tiny t-shirt, which made me have a couple questions, right? <laughs> so I had a lot of questions. I was like, what? Did he bring that tiny t-shirt with him? And two, if he didn't... Did he make it himself? Did he make it himself in that hallway? And three, why is he not a costumer then? I'm telling you, I think... This man knows how to sew? He does like theater, and he just needs to be where the fuck would Where the fuck would you get... Like a tiny t-shirt. I think it's like a like a build a bear size. I don't know. Yeah, where did he get it? But where did he get it though? I I think they're in a small house town. There is no build a bear anywhere near here. No, you're right. You're right. And the thing is, is like you know, like I know because he got there with the intention of trying to fuck with him, right? Mm -hmm. Right, right, right. Like, do you did did he think pulled the prank on him earlier? Did did he think that far ahead to grab a tiny black (laughs) t-shirt? That's what I'm saying. This man's not smart enough to think that far. Exactly. Ahead. I, I'd like to believe that he made it in that hallway. He took in the that time. Moment. That he, you know, he cut it. You know, maybe it made like a small crop top. I know. Like, right? It's not like a. And then he shit. just like sewed it up and everything. And when they get back in, like, where the fuck were you? Like, I don't. Don't worry about it. Don't right, worry about gone it. For an hour. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. There's a set destroying going. <laughs> he has the light too because he was like, yeah. oh my god. I'm, I'm like, are you gonna film this and show it to him? Like, what is yeah. your end game here? Yeah. He's like. I told you not to fuck with me. I'm like, what? You gonna show him this so everyone yeah, knows exactly. that you broke the evidence locker? And probably be like, hmm, you were in the school after. Did you also destroy the set? Yeah. I know you had a big grievance because we played a little joke on you earlier in the day, and then you stormed out. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go ahead and say that you did it, and um, fuck you. You're suspended. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, if only we had some solid evidence, like a like a video recording of. Oh, there's that too. too? Yeah. Thanks, Ryan. Yeah. You really are great. <laughs> we know they carry it camera all the time. Do you mind if we just look at that real quick? Like, yeah, like, of course. God, I just <laughs> so much. I love the tiny t-shirt. It's my favorite. I always forget about it until it happens. I'm just like, where the fuck did you get that? Yeah, I think I just don't think about it because it is so like, what? Where yeah. did you get that? Why? Yeah. Where were you keeping it? Wait, you, again, did you bring this along? Like, yeah, like, how did you prepared get this? for this were you? Um, but that scene also has the first showing of a ghost doing anything in that uh, place with him. And it does it in a way that keeps it hidden from the characters in the movie. 
It's just there for the audience to kind of realize what's going on when it opens another locker and shuts it at the same, same time. time. He yeah. shuts it. Oh, that was pretty cool. Which I think is a great shot. It's pretty scary. Yeah. Uh, like the the because you don't actually it notice the to change me, you don't notice it all the time yeah. right away. So then you're like, wow, this is just a long shot of him messing with the locker, and then you just see it slowly open. You're like, oh, this fuck. movie does a lot of that. Like yeah. in the locker room when he puts his phone down. You, they pan back before uh, it starts ringing and it's gone. Yeah. But you don't notice it because, like, I was looking for it because I'm like, yeah, something happens with his phone here. I didn't remember where it was. Same mm-hmm. thing right before Cassie dies and, like, he, like, is a silhouette and then he just comes and he's, like, right behind yeah. her. Yeah. And then she moves closer and, he like, he slowly disappears it, yeah, and stuff. Backwards. And then, yeah. That scene, I think, is That's the, the best death in my opinion. Oh, it's the most, yeah. it's the most visually striking thing in the whole movie. That's why it's the poster. Yeah. Like that. Let's cast these. It's still her actor profile picture on IMDb. Is it really? Yeah. Fuck I mean, yeah. I Good for her, honestly. Too. Yeah, I mean that that stairway one. That's a whole one take too, which is also mm-hmm. very very cool. She's just sitting there crying for like two to three minutes, and that like in this red like emergency light is on over her, and she's looking at yeah. these uh, rope burns that are growing on her neck, and the camera is situated on the landing of a staircase, so she's got her back to uh, the descending staircase. And behind her is the, like, phantasmic profile of the hangman mm-hmm. with the mask and the noose. And that scene is, like, the famous, like, Blair Witch, like, testimony when yeah. she's, like, talking about how scared she is. Like, that, this scene yeah. is, like, that mm-hmm. in terms of, like, it's scary, it's super cool looking. You know what's going to happen, yeah. but you're like, when is it going to happen? So, like, all of the scares in this movie, um, <clears throat> like, they... They're not like unique necessarily. Like they're they're stuff you've seen before. Yeah. But they do them in a very slow burn way, uh, or in ways you don't even see until later. You're like, oh shit! Like when they have you know like the maintenance guy hanging up there. Oh yeah. The first yeah. time I saw it, I rewound that scene like three times because I couldn't see it, and like every time I was like just about to get it, they would pan away. Yeah. Which is like on purpose. Like mm-hmm. you're trying. Also, to Also, that it. camera had insane zoom for the oh, time. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what I was like. I, you know, I've never had an iPhone like that, but that iPhone really zoomed in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it just kept going. Too. Yeah. And he's like, what is that? I'm like, you can see I'm that? I'm like, thing? I can clearly see that at this point, but yeah. Yeah. It was pretty nuts. Um, but yeah, as this, as the, the ghost starts making their presence known, it's in small ways mm-hmm. because it's doing more than it's making itself aware. Like it's locking all of the doors. Yeah. It's locking the exits out of the theater. So it's pigeonholing their way out. Um, it like it waits for uh, Pfeiffer to get in and then it locks it. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, I'm going to show you the only locked unlocked door is this creepy side back hallway mm-hmm. to who knows where. Yeah. And there's just a old ass TV, TV from the nineties static playing. And then the record, like a news recording of what was happening um, with with the show back in ninety three, yeah, where happening. they apparently in nineteen ninety three showed it. the death yeah. on the news that night. I mean, yeah. I mean, you could also make the argument that since like you know Charlie's obviously like manipulating it, he could have, he could have also you know he just like spliced it, spliced in. it a little bit and everything. But like, I mean, you know, what? Then they maybe out. it's maybe the news just did it. I mean, maybe that would be surprised. in the nineties. Hey man, I hate to be a downer, but. A lot of people saw the second plane hit on 9 11 on yeah, the news. That's, you know what? That's a good point. I mean, they're also filming them like falling from like the building. Yeah, oh yeah. And I mean, there's so. a lot of fucked up shit. 
it on the news back then. And now it's, you know, now we're like, well, we can't have death on TV. And we're like, well, well, why? Well, no, we can't. We just have to blur it a little bit. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. We'll show the beginning of the video of the cop killing the person. That way you'll oh, never God. know that you're watching death. I'm like, you're just cutting away too soon, you bitches. <laughs> anyway. You <laughs> <laughs> show this. Come on. Come on. <laughs> um, but... It's double scary, or if not triple scary, of the whole situation, where then as soon as the tape ends, there's nothing in the VCR. Yeah. It's also when Reese has just, like, a out-of-nowhere reaction to seeing, you know, like, they're taking the cast picture, and there's just the news camera footage is rolling on it. And he freaks out, and then just bolts. Yeah. Like, that just whole leaves thing. the room. Yeah, from that scene, like, from him having that realization... The realization there's nothing in the VCR, them running out, being separated, him getting that picture and seeing that his dad was supposed to be the one who was... The character. Yeah, yeah, the main character. Because Charlie was just supposed to be playing the hangman. Yeah, yeah and he called in sick, and then he had to step up. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, so there was no hangman to set those, uh, to set the noose so it wouldn't kill somebody. That's the actor's Apparently, job? Apparently they trusted yeah, an actor? Job. They trusted a fucking... high school student. This is the movie's biggest crime. <laughs> you have a note about the school board approving the script twice. twice. I think that for, don't trust actors in high school to do something that you know serious. I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna go one step further. Don't trust actors to do anything Listen, that they gave that us, life-saving. They gave us steak knives covered in chrome paint, and we're like, "These are your weapons for Romeo and Juliet." And I'm like, "These are knives," and they're like, "No, but it'll be fine." And I'm like, "Oh my no, god, it won't no, no, it will not." Someone's going to get stabbed. I we, did, we stabbed each other a couple of times. Ah, <laughs> uh, high school theater. Uh, it was fine. We, we lived. And, uh, but, you know. <laughs> There's always got to be a couple injuries. Yeah, I mean, it's stage combat. That's just how you know you're doing it right, right? You're getting hurt. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, but that, I mean, outside of the twist, that's my the scariest part of the movie. Yeah. Just because the whole, they just... There's no breaks. Mm-hmm. It's just, you don't know what's happening. They don't know what's happening. They're getting more and more afraid. It's dark. They don't know what's happening. And they're just now like, oh, wait, ghosts are real. Like, mm-hmm. all of these things are, like, pressing all at once. And it's it's a lot. It's a lot to to take in, especially in a found footage movie. Yeah. yeah. You can't cut away. It's just, like, sit in this shit. Um, well, yeah, and something I'm gonna mention really briefly is this is a jump, like a ghost jump scare kind of movie. But like, but sort it's, of. I would say, but it's a much more tame one where it's. I feel like all of the jump scares within this movie are earned. They yes. make you sit in things that'll just kind of ear are eerie and kind of wig you out before they justify their jump scare. It's not just jump scare after jump scare just to get reactions out of you. Right. They're all built from the lore of this ghost and what it's doing. And there's really none like no like not like you know like when they would set up for a jump scare but then there's yeah, no jump scare it. and you're yeah. just like ah you're a Bitch. Because <laughs> like, like, like you almost forget that there are jump scares because yeah. there are no fake outs. Yeah, there's no fake outs. Just like shit is happening and it's scary and it's high tension. Sometimes there will be a scare. Other times there just won't be. Mm-hmm. And you that's the whole like God damn it. Yeah. Can something happen? Like the locker room is that for me. Like when they're in there and he's trying to get out through the through the window and he loses his phone and it's just locked inside of another locker. Yeah. Like I knew it was going to ring. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, when they're just like, I don't know where my phone's at. I'm like, this is scary. So, yeah. fun fact, that locker is 93. 93, you yeah. noticed that. Yeah. yeah. 
thought that was really cool. I love like, that. I said, yeah, those are the little like yeah. Easter eggs that I think are fun in rewatches because you start to yeah, notice you're things. like, oh man, that makes total sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, you have a lot more notes about this. So yeah, before the end um, of the movie. So one thing I'm gonna say that I feel like is good advice for anybody if you're in a haunting. <laughs> Don't taunt the ghost when you're trying to climb a ladder. Well, you haven't seen uh, Ghost Adventures with <laughs> Zach Bagan? That's how oh. you get the demons out. That's buddy. how you get them, yeah. But also... <laughs> If you're in a theater, maybe don't fuck with him because then he'll bring a whole new meaning to breaking your leg in that show. I think that was fun that he broke his well, leg. They, if it's a theater horror movie, I feel like you gotta. It's, it was really funny that <laughs> he broke his leg. I mean, he did make a. He, he's like, oh, well, you know, break a leg means, like, you know, good luck and stuff. And then he ends up actually just fucking breaking yeah, his leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, and that's another thing I feel like I want to mention is that. Um, the kills in this movie aren't gruesome by any stretch of the imagination, but they really also don't leave things open-ended. Like, you know these people are dead before you see the bodies later. Yeah. Like, when you see Cassidy get pulled away into the darkness of a red abyss, you know she's not coming back. Oh, no, yeah. 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 I mean, or when you watch Ryan just fucking get sucked up into the grid. That yeah. was pretty sweet. I, yeah. Well, and then the way that they found his phone the scene prior... Because like, they do that a couple of times where they'll like they'll get separated and then they'll show like the 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 conclusion of like another scene that yeah. you didn't know and then they cut back to like that person going through that experience mm-hmm. um and then like yeah the phone ends up on its back it's looking up as he gets pulled up and then it's just another like 20 seconds from the get in and the only it. time yeah. that I got confused about the phone is because that phone was very broken yeah. after Ryan got pulled up but then they use it later in the locker room scene and it's just fine until like the very end of that scene and I'm just like because like I think he also turns it on and like before like it was a cracked screen was, was but the, the screen's not cracked when he turns it on and he's like oh Ryan's phone or at least I didn't notice one yeah I didn't oh. think so I kind of lost track of that at that point because I was mm-hmm. too busy wondering if the night vision thing was an attachment that he put on, he said on his app. phone he's like, okay. it's a, he's like he's like it's so a it's night vision app. he's like huh, um, night vision app <laughs> that's like, literally what he said I don't know much about <laughs> cameras but I know that you can't just download it on the it's a whole other camera yeah. which is why I'm like surely it's an accessory like, that they then maybe use Ryan's phone is tricked out let me yeah, tell like, you yeah. <laughs> he's got like those weird um like uh, like they're not GoPros but they're like little tiny cameras like that they'll use in like like remember in Halloween Resurrection they use that like bullshit yeah. like it's that like yeah. like bro you do not have all why are you not an AV like yeah. what is your deal you play football and you hate theater like, and you like cameras like what the fuck and is you know how to sew like yeah like what's your deal yeah. <laughs> again I think he's just secretly like I really want to be a BA but like yeah. I have to hate things yeah. that are not football so, but I want to be cool you know yeah. yeah, everyone's like, it's okay to like theater, bro. Yeah. Literally, you're the only person who's got a problem with it. Um, I also like that they have like the explanation, since the phones are starting to die for that literal darker ending to the movie where they don't have their flashlight anymore and they have to rely on the flashing red emergency lights yeah. that they think when they pull the fire alarm will help them despite again they're dealing with a ghost so it can really just do whatever it wants to whatever you do so your fire alarm is not going to alert any authorities yeah like they like the thing was banging on the door as the fire alarm was going off and then it just stopped and then they're like well the police are here 
I'm like, no, no, they're not. not. It's well, a trap. Someone had to turn it off. Yeah, somebody. Like, or the ghost that locked all the doors for somehow also turned the fire alarm off. Yeah. Also, then when Reese is outside and he hears Cassie choking, I don't know about you, but I'd be like, fuck that bitch. Be like, sorry, Pfeiffer, I'm going. You're I'm like, gone. I'll call the ambulance. I promise. Yeah. I'm out. Like, um, this is something I wrote down that I think you might agree with or you might disagree with, and I'm intrigued to find out your thoughts. Okay. The hangman mask in this movie yeah. reminds me of a less intense scarecrow from Arkham Knight. Oh my god. Sort of. But yeah, also like yeah. a mix with Brightburn. I was thinking more Brightburn yeah. meets like the Ku Klux Klan. Less Ooh, so like oh yeah. Scarecrow. But yeah, the 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 close up, like when it like does the thing at the very mm-hmm. end, when it like is on the thing, and its eyes are like yellow. Yeah, it definitely looks like Scarecrow. It then. reminds me of the Shrek Executioner guy. Actually. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's the Executioner. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. There is, um, I think it's in um, Pirates of the Caribbean three, but there's like that opening scene where they're just hanging a bunch of people. The hangman That's is That's a fucking, fucked up scene, honestly. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was like, for sure. Yeah, when I first watched it as a kid, I was like. Yeah, I was like nine years old. What the like, this fuck? This is kind of cool, but I didn't know like what was happening. But yeah, that the hangman on that also has like a fucking weird mask. Then I'm like, you don't have to make him <laughs> so scary. Like he can just be fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think this movie has a great use of how it uses the shadows of the ghost rather than mm. actually showing right. the ghost for so much of the movie because there's a lot of times where you if you're just like looking in the background in a specific section for like an extra five seconds you'll see the shadow of the hood yeah. which I just think is such an effective way of storytelling for this ghost mm-hmm. um, also because this is one of the things that I always love in uh, horror movies especially if it takes place around a theater because then there's pre-written dialogue mm-hmm. I love when dialogue comes back around at the end with a whole new meaning yeah, absolutely. based on what has been going on throughout the whole thing and now where your characters are at specifically with this one with him going it's me he's after he'll let you go and you're just like ah this was planned from the get go well, yeah. and this was planned based on his death scene the in other the show. super fucking scary part for me is the legitimately scary like turn of him realizing that this is like a bit yeah mm-hmm. i first yeah, th- on yeah. It. yeah this isn't like, about him anymore he's like why are you not leaving and she's calling him by his character's name and he's like Oh, I've made a horrible mistake. I should have stayed outside. Yeah, you people. Exactly. You gotta exactly. just save yourself. Don't she's trust faking actors. It. Get out they of are there. actors. Yeah. They lie. Like when she's choking, I'm like, she's acting. She's leave. acting. Leave. Get away from her. Don't do it. Just go to that 7-Eleven and call the cops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, go talk to some normal guy who's like, man, my theater trip's crazy. And he's like, man, that's nuts. Do you want me to call the police? He's like, some fucking you know, that's not a bad show. idea. <laughs> Um, and yeah, there's a, there's a final scene that I think is for the most part unnecessary, assuming you followed the movie. It does tie up any loose ends for anybody who may have gotten lost in the last like 10 minutes or so, but I think it's a mostly unnecessary scene. I would agree. Um, because I do really like the ending in the theater itself. Yeah. Yeah. Especially again with the use of shadows with the ghost, I think is a really nice touch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I thought it was just very, like, had it end there, it would have been like, well, all we really know about Pfeiffer is that she really cares about the show for some weird reason. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's just because theater kids are dangerous. I don't know. But her whole motivation up until the additional ending was just like, 
this is how I like help this yeah. spirit. Mm-hmm. That's how, how I get out. I see it as like because like her mom is the one that's clapping in the theater at the yes. very end and stuff, yeah. and like I, I see it as her mom's been obsessed with it her entire life. Oh, and for sure. so oh, then absolutely. like it, it's kind of like. I think they dive into some like witchy shit they to basically yeah. power up Charlie, mm-hmm. and then like they're like, "Oh, we'll do this play again," and Charlie's gonna get his revenge. Well, like no, he's gonna he's sure. going to play his part. Yeah, the ending, like the second ending that we've been alluding to, has like so, you know, Reese dies in the gallows, and then Pfeiffer bows with the the ghost of the hangman. And then the movie kind of cuts to black there, which is where I'm thinking, like, that would have been a great ending, because for her part, yeah, that woman that's in the back, we found out that she was the guy's girlfriend. Yeah. So there's a reason mm-hmm. she's there. Um, but we don't know the link between all of them until the second scene. Um, but that's when it definitely is like, this was a planned thing. They made this happen specifically to get revenge on just his wrongful death. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Something about it just makes it sits with me weird to think about how it would just have been like, imagine if it had just been there and like they weren't yeah. mother and daughter. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, yeah. Like it'd be, it would sit like the end of like Hereditary, where you're like, I kind of get it. Yeah. But, like there's a lot happening. There's a lot of layers. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. It 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 sits weird, mm-hmm. but the ending is fucking really scary. Yeah. Because it feels like. A fucking haunted house or like a like a Resident Evil game. Yeah. Like the cop with the body cam, they're going into Pfeiffer's house to be like, hey, I don't know why, but they're like, the police are here. And police he, officer. And the guy's just like finding all this shit in their house, and then he finds them watching the 93 Three production yeah. just alone. And then he looks away for a second, and then he looks back, and they're just staring at him. Well, yeah, and he calls for backup, and the dude gets thrown down the hall with a noose around his neck, and, and the then the door shut. Yeah. yeah, it's mm-hmm. nuts. Like, it is very, like, sudden and creepy. Yeah. And, and ends very much like a Resident Evil, because then he turns around the fucking... It, the thing jumps the and his camera dies. And end of, end of movie. Well, cut, then it cuts the title card. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, man, as a whole, yes, this movie's fun to watch if you're like, if you've done theater, Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of like, (laughs) yeah, it's also like scary. It's genuinely creepy. But not like overwhelmingly so that someone who would not like horror movies would be like, no, Mm -hmm. the whole thing. Because they get you in with that first, like, oh, yeah, like, no, man, it's just kids that suck. Well, yeah, no, it's fucking real. And the movie's rated R, but they were really fighting for a PG 13 rating. I don't remember, I don't remember what happened that ultimately content was their biggest thing. And I think it's just if you show someone being hanged, that's like too fucked up. Because I was gonna say, I would label this amongst like PG-13 horror movies if people are like worried about it being too intense for them because yeah. I think this is a movie that is e- more easily accessible to a broader audience sure. than most people would expect from something that seems so scary especially when they used one of their trailers to try to um, make uh, Charlie a, a horror icon like Freddy with his uh, knife claw and Jason with his machete, and they're like, yeah, and now Charlie's got his noose. And we're like, no, no he's just here. No. The man of the opera has the noose, yeah. Charlie, and you're just not cool, Eric. Yeah. The man of the opera. <laughs> yeah, you've d- had wrong done against you, but are you goth about it? No. no. Doesn't make you like Do you that. have a water layer? No. No. But he has an awesome attic. He does same. have an attic. Yeah. 
covered in asbestos. Yeah. And <laughs> Somebody's nice got to find those bodies smell. one day, which is what we were talking about. Yeah, like, they're going to smell them mm-hmm. and be like, oh, shit, did anyone know this was even up here See, at I, all? I think that the police one is, like, after they've watched everything. Yeah. And so, like, I think they might oh. find the body. Because, like, the only one I was, like, really, like, I'm like, because I can definitely, f- them finding, like, Pfeiffer and Ryan's and, like, obviously Reese is pretty fast. But, like, the janitor one where he's, like, in a crawl space yeah. and stuff. Like, I'm like, whoever's the next janitor is going to be like, it's a little rank down here. This is kind of fucked up down here. Yeah. It was creepy because, like, my high school's maintenance rooms were definitely, like, I felt like the the big, the, the school was, like, built in, like, a big sphere, and all the outside bits were, like, where the classrooms were, and, like, the center bit is just a bunch of maintenance, like, mm. you know, like, hallways and shit, like, there's a lot of shit back there, mm-hmm. and, you know, like, the school's only a lot bigger than you think it is. Yeah. And for maintenance to just, like, have all that extra space in there, and, yeah, that guy just be up in pipes somewhere. Paying. Yeah. Like... Yeah, good luck finding him, man. Good luck getting yeah. to him. Yeah, I'm exactly. just saying. Yeah. Like, that's a it's tall-ass ceiling. It's a tall order, if you will. Yeah, tall. Oh, but my gosh. Gosh. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's the way that you just said it without like, trying to make it. Because <laughs> you got yeah. to sell it. Yeah. For me to go, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> you got any final thoughts about this movie, man? <laughs> no, I just love it, honestly. Like, because, like, you know, sometimes it's really scary for me, especially when I'm, like, you know, working really late at night and I think about it now whenever I, like, yeah. you know, I'm out of late, like, out late in, like, a theater and stuff. But, like, I also just think it's extremely silly and I love it. Oh, There's so many things where I'm just, great. again, tiny t shirt, them destroying the set and stuff. Oh like, my God, you're like Pfeiffer? Oh yeah, 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 like, what? there's you? just so many things where I'm, like, I'm just like, seven? Like, I mean, it's high school. Like, yeah. And we so, had a long, like, weird offset conversation that was just like, all right, tell me seriously what's wrong with her. Yeah, she's annoying. Okay. Yeah. But, like, you're going to sit there and be like, I can't understand, Reese, why you like her. I'm like, really? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Let's grow up here. Come on. Well, if you're involved in theater, you know, you're ugly. That's what yeah, it says. Yeah, like, bro, only ugly chicks. I'm like, first of all, rude. Yeah. yeah. Second of all, there's a reason you're behind the camera. Yeah. You got weird little Sid from fucking Ice, ice Age eyes. <laughs> You're complete. And you're half pipe hair, you know? Yeah. His, oh my god, I don't even want to talk about stupid haircut. Yeah, and then when he, like, when he gets his leg broken, and, like, Cassidy comes over, and uh, she, she's trying to do something, but he's, like, he's, like, moving his camera stuff. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. You're such an asshole. <laughs> I don't know. If you're going to enjoy watching someone die, it might as well be this kid. Yeah. yeah. It fucking sucks. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Follow our Instagram at the underscore square horror podcast. You can reach us at square horror podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you want to plug your Twitch, man? Yeah, so uh, I stream, uh, and my Twitch is bacon0122 at twitch.tv. Ooh, nice. I stream a few times a week, mainly Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And yeah. you just made affiliate, right? I did yeah, just make did. affiliate. I'm, I'm, making, I'm, it, I'm making some Twitch money now. Heck yeah. Very nice. Great Um. You can look forward to next week's episode where we will be covering Carrie with Chloe Grace Mertz. She's making a return. 
I'm glad we're doing that. I'm excited to cover that one. I want to talk more about Chloe Grace Moretz and how attractive she is and not be yelled at. Because <laughs> now she's like an adult. Yeah. We covered Let Me In last week. And oh, she's okay. like 12 in that yeah. movie. <laughs> Like, I was nine when she was, like, yeah, doing all yeah, shit. yeah. I'm like, she's pretty. She's pretty. Yeah. But now I'm like an adult. I'm like, okay, now it's fine to say. But yeah, so we will have another special guest while we cover Carrie, yeah, so you can look forward right? to that next week. I can't wait to talk literally about any horror movie with her. It's going to be so much fun. It's going to be great. And then thanks for coming on. Oh, yeah, thank you for having me. Great yeah, to have you, man. Sure. And until next time, stay spooky out there. Mm-hmm.